0: Hey, what's up, everybody, and thank you for hitting the play button on the Derek Diamond Experience, and thank you to those who listen every single Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and ddepodcast.com. This week, you'll be hearing my conversation with local bluegrass band, Bear With Me. But first, I've got a quick question for those of you that are listening. Are you looking for new original music? If so, you should check out Atomics, the brand new EP from my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers, featuring the vocals of Joey Trincalli. It has three new tracks, including their single Tomorrow's Plan, which is also the theme song of the Derek Diamond experience. This EP is unlike anything the Unicorn Wranglers have done before, so support local music by checking out Atomics, which is available now on iTunes and Spotify. And they also have a special contest going on. If they sell 100 records in a month, they will film a music video of their song, Great Day to Be Nude, While Nude. Yes, you heard that correctly, nude. You can keep up with the Unicorn Wranglers on social media, like them on Facebook, and follow them on Twitter and Instagram, at youwranglers. And finally, don't forget to visit their website, theunicornwranglers.com.
1: You are listening to... The Derek Diamond
0: Experience. Welcome to episode 77 of the Derek Diamond Experience for the week of October 22nd, 2015. As always, I'm coming to you from the Gulf Coast of Pensacola, Florida. Coming up on today's show, you'll be hearing my conversation with local bluegrass band, Bear With Me. And it's an interesting story as to how this interview came about. I've mentioned on past episodes of this show that I work part-time at the WSRE television studios, that's the local PBS affiliate. And every year, WSRE holds a concert series called Studio Amped, and for a two-week period, different bands will come in every night, and they will film a live concert. Usually lasts about an hour long, and admission is free to the public, so you can just come to the studio and enjoy a free concert that's lit really well, and I I work as a, a camera operator for it. And through that, I met this band called Bear With Me, and I'd never heard of them before, but Listening to their music, they—I was surprised as to how different they were. They're a bluegrass band, and I don't really know of any other bluegrass bands in the Pensacola areas. Usually, used to like punk rock, indie rock, uh, you know, various types of rock music, but you never really hear anything country or bluegrass when you go watch a live concert in like a Sluggo's or a Handlebar or somewhere like that. So I thought they might have a very interesting story that I would love to hear. And I I always love hearing about music because I was in marching band when I was in high school, but since then I haven't really delved into the world of music that much. So I really wanted to know why they chose bluegrass music. Were they fans of bluegrass growing up? Was it something they just decided, oh, well, this type of genre works, so we're going to go with it? Have they known each other for very long? Have they been friends since childhood? Did they just meet? And, And it's one of those things that... I just knew they would have an interesting story to tell. So I talked with their manager, Dennis, and we set up this interview and he is in the interview as well. But we got to talk with all of the band members, finding out their individual stories and what they bring to the band. And they were just great. I I loved meeting them. They were fun to talk to. They had a great story. So you should definitely support their music and if you get a chance to see them live, if they play in the area you should definitely go, and you should follow them on Facebook. Just search for Bear With Me, and they keep it very up-to-date, and that's how you can find out when they'll be playing next in the Pensacola area. So sit back, enjoy this interview. I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you to all the members of the band and to Dennis, their manager, for taking the time to do it, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I had fun conducting the interview. So sit back and enjoy this wonderful conversation I had with Bear With Me. Back here with the members of Bear With Me. Guys, why don't you go around the table and uh, introduce yourselves and what instrument you play in the band.
2: I'm uh, Ryan Vilbury I uh, play guitar and I
3: was born here, born and raised here in Pensacola. I'm 24 years old. <laughs> I'm Ed Adams, I play The mandolin, the dobro, and the train whistle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing. Um, Walter
4: Weekly. I play the double bass, and I do backup vocals. Uh, Joseph Seeley, I play guitar and banjo, and bear with me.
3: I'm Dennis Gleason, and I manage, bear with me.
0: Now, one thing I want to ask you, Ed, first of all, what is a dobro?
3: It's like a guitar, but the strings are... Probably almost an inch off the fretboard or on the off the body, and you have to play it with like a metal bar. Really? Yeah. So it's a little different than a guitar, but it's got all the same type tunings and stuff like that. So you can, it's a lot of it translates over from a regular guitar to that. Yeah,
0: because I remember you playing it at Studio Amps, and I was just like, "What in the world is that instrument?" Because I'd never seen it before. I mean, the the mandolin, you know, is really cool. So we, I know, we were like, "We got to get the mandolin on camera." So I, I was one of the camera ops during uh, during Studio Amps. So, um, so are all of you guys born and raised in Pensacola? Or are you from different areas? No, I we think we're pretty much. Yeah, I'm here. from Molino, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. from
2: Cantonment, realistically, but yeah. I, was,
4: I was I was born here, but um, I was raised up north, of Montana. I think Dennis is from New York. Yeah,
5: southeast of Buffalo. Not, oh not, wow!
4: Not yeah, not the yeah. city, but the really small yeah. town. No one there part.
0: Yeah, one of my good friends is from Buffalo. Oh, and really? He says nothing but good things about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? he's a diehard Bills fan too. It's rough, like obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a hard, it's a hard road. Yeah, it, it is. So how how did you all get interested in music? Is it something that you know, you just latched onto as a kid, or is it something you just randomly tried you know later in life and you're like, oh, this is kind of fun? Oh
2: man, as far as I know, I mean,
0: runs deep. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: it, all, it always runs deep. Mm-hmm. My uh, my father was is a keyboarder keyboard player, and uh, I've learned a lot from him growing up. He had a lot of original songs and such, um, and just always listen to him. I'd... You know, I picked up on it like that, I know for sure. Yeah, I mean, my sister actually
1: influenced me uh, first when I was growing up, and then when Ryan and I used to hang out all the time as kids, uh, I remember he got a drum set for Christmas one year, and I just wanted to pick up something as well. My sister had a keyboard growing up and a base. Oh, yeah.
2: We would always yeah. mess around with that Yeah, we, we were, actually, now, now that we think about <laughs> oh, man, it. Man, that right. was insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we... Ryan and I would actually imitate our own radio shows. Oh, yeah. So oh, really? I remember when we and, met, yeah. you guys showed me those tapes. Well, we, 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 would, we would make <laughs> our own radio shows. Are there any... <laughs> any uh,
4: is it... I don't still know where they would be. They probably they're right not where there. they would be, Ryan. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. yeah, uh, yeah. we hear yeah. the cassette. don't know. I think right. they were cassettes. Yeah, they were, yeah. We used to have it at your story. house a long time
2: ago. I know I got. I know I got a lot of those tapes actually. I still may. <laughs> I know. We the mom's place. I got a whole drawer full of them. I just the whole going all through them. But Ryan got a got
1: drums. I wanted to pick up something, so I just went home one day and went through the closet. I looked at the keyboard and I looked at the bass. Up an electric bass. But we were always the rogues. Ed, I don't know how long how long have you been in music?
3: Um I started in high school or actually I started kind of in middle school. Uh my older brother played piano and like I have an uncle who plays guitar and sings, but that was kind of it as far as people that played music in my family. Uh my dad played guitar some and he plays harmonica, but during that point in his life he didn't really play. He played a lot in the Navy, so um yeah, I just started picking it up after my brother started playing piano, and uh, he got mad, so he, because, you know, I started, like, really getting into it, and he's like, oh, I can't be the same thing you're into, <laughs> so he picked up the guitar, and I hear my brother playing the guitar, I'm like, oh, I want to play the guitar now, so I started That's playing so the funny. guitar then, and then yeah, just whatever man. instrument's been handed to me since then, I started playing. <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> the train whistle. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's
4: yeah. some time. Yeah. When
0: did you start playing the mandolin? Uh, <laughs> Seriously?
5: Probably like three Two, days two, weeks. two <laughs> weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that really um, it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could play on Is it one, cross but... over? Does it must cross over a lot as far
3: as. Actually, no, it doesn't. I just yeah. sat there and started playing it. Yeah. Um. And all the music goes together and oh, all yeah. of the the different types of instruments and some way go together. So once you start to figure certain things out and the way things are tuned and the way things, uh, the steps and things like that between notes, it just all kind of runs together and you can start doing what you want to do. Go by feel
1: more writing and and what's happening around you. Yeah. Right. Orally speaking.
3: Uh, My dad actually kind of started picking up music again once I got interested into it. So he started playing guitar a little bit. And he bought a mandolin while I was uh, just out of high school. So he played it like, just learning out of a book, you know, some notes, you know, things like that. And uh, I picked his up a couple times and that was all I really played. And then I remember like a couple of years back, a buddy of mine had one and I just kind of learned how to strum a few chords on it from there. But then, uh, I, then the same buddy, he actually ended up moving in with me and my, being my roommate. He had the same mandolin, and I was like, "Hey, I should let me pick on that a little bit." And that was like, like almost a week, I think, before studio end. I was like, "I think I'll play this a lot more now." I think you
4: played one actual gig. Yeah, we played the Friday before.
3: Yeah, Yeah. and it sounded great. I mean, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I was like, "Let's give it a shot and see what it sounds like." (laughs) (laughs) Sounded all right, so I think we kept it. It all works out, right? Yeah, (laughs) it was it was cool.
0: Yeah, I I have. Two uh, good friends of mine are in a band, and their drummer. Well, they they had a release party for their uh, like their first album, and their drummer. The first time they played uh, with that drummer was that night yeah, at oh, that wow. release party. But I mean, it, you you never would have known it, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it it's, it's, it's crazy to me how when you hear stories like that, like oh, we started playing like the week before, and then it sounds like you guys have played together for years.
3: Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I played the dobro in the band for, I don't know how long I've been playing with you guys. Four months. Yeah, it's
0: probably been like four it's, months. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So I was playing that only, and then honestly, I was getting to where I was like, man, there should be something else here. That's the way it was starting to feel, and that's why I picked up that mandolin. I yeah, like, I think the was, mandolin
5: fits pretty well. I don't yeah. know if you, he, uh, he now, Joe and I talked about that, I think, the day you brought it to the yeah. bridge bar. Did you guys talk about that?
3: Well, no, like we, I remember, we've like we were,
5: we were talking about it, and like you showed up, and I was like, "Well, I yeah. didn't know that."
3: We kind of <laughs> casually mentioned it, I was like, "Sure, I could probably play one, just messing around or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. Turns out it I could really to plan to play one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah it's interesting yeah. to see how all the instruments for the music we play seem to have fell into place for us. Like Ryan you used to be a drummer, mm-hmm. and you just happened to be around a guitar all the time. Uh, when Michael left for the Marines, he left me his banjo, and I. Promised them I learn how to play it and learned how to play that. And Walter, you were in school for music theory with a the double bass, so you just happened to have that. And, right. and I think, how did you end up getting that dobro Wasn't that? I just bought it. It wasn't uh, too long ago. Was Justin Criswell
3: had one. That's right. Yeah. And then so I was messing around with it and I was like, man, I should get one of these just to kind of add to all the instruments I have buying
1: yeah yeah, yeah. We, we never actually planned on the music that that can, that you hear mm-hmm. it, just, yeah. it just something that just kind of came together yeah yeah i
0: was actually curious about that because you guys have like a, a bluegrass style to you and i was just curious you know like was that something that was planned or was it just you know that fit your style the best
2: yeah i don't know it was just kind of like some kind of weird spark that happened because i literally like he was saying i Started playing drums and then picked up the guitar and I was like always over his place and he played guitar before he played banjo and he had that banjo and we literally would just mess around just kind of like in one in like an empty room of his that he had in his house and just record things just randomly and we'd sing to it just have fun and then. Well, one oh, of it was our, like, one
4: of our songs we still play. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. one of those jams we just made up, and mm-hmm. at the end of the week, we listened to it. and We were like, "Wow, that was pretty good. We should memorize that." Yeah, that it definitely game, started of off songs. with
2: just us like just recording everything that we did. Um, but yeah, it was just really,
4: really strange how that all happened. Though. Yeah, we used to play like a psychedelic rock. me We used to get together, and <laughs> play, like you know, modest mouse kind of stuff. Electric guitar, play drums every now and then. Walter would be there too. And we didn't ever take it seriously. Like we we're gonna have a banding thing. It's just something we enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Then it's kind of cool though because you don't really think of any other bluegrass type bands in Pensacola. It's usually you know no, rock no. or punk rock, yeah. metal. Mm-hmm. But it it makes you
3: guys stand out. I think it does. Yeah,
0: it's that. We definitely notice that.
3: There's some other bluegrass groups, but they don't play. In the same venues, they don't want to go out. and They're kind of older,
2: too. Yeah, yeah, it's usually an older
3: crowd. Um, and something that I heard when I joined wasn't just... Because it does, like, on the outside, especially the banjo, it's like bluegrass. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other elements. I don't know. Like, you guys play a lot of yeah. blues in it. Like, mm-hmm. I can hear yeah. blues. But I can also hear country music a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, me, like what they were playing already... The reason I think it fits so well for me to just step in was because that's all the stuff I listen to. It's like you guys are just like a mix of everything that I've already listened to. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great point. point. Yeah, it's yeah. Just that's a great point. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah. That is kind yeah, of like I I mean,
4: we, we, we played blues music for a while. We played like, alternative rock music for a while. And we started playing like folk writing stuff. And then just when it all came together, like, especially when we play only guitars and no banjo, like some of the newer songs we've been doing those are really like kind of almost a rock country mm-hmm. feel. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wages of Sin, man. That, that's like a country song.
3: Yeah. But
0: somehow it sounds the way it does whenever we get together. Now, you mentioned that you guys would play like psychedelic rock and Modest yeah. Mouse type music. Like, what what types of music were you guys into? Growing Back up? then, yeah. Modest Mouse, oh, man, Tool, this is, this is Perfect zero. Circle. Yeah, yeah, uh, we were all 15,
1: 16.
4: We're mm-hmm. punk kids growing up. Yeah, I mean, I used to have a Purple Mohawk. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I
2: think I dyed my hair so much. Oh man, the really... peanut butter and jelly hair—that yeah. was
4: my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 stripes of brown yeah. and purple. It looked
1: like that goober. <laughs> it's it's seriously. It it a crustable with his head chopped off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, but yeah, yeah. Ugh. So what? What about? What about you two? Growing up, like, what what types of music
1: were you into? I mean, well, I, I grew up, my mom and dad, um, you know, they loved, like, the classic rock stuff, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of what I grew up into, is listening mm-hmm. to a lot of classic rock, and, and, you know, like, a newer 90s stuff growing up. My sister went moved on into, like, a, an industrial metal scene, new metal, different things like that, and then she, she's an entrepreneur of music. I mean, you know, she just listens to everything, but at the same time, she has her own eclectic way about her, but that's that, that who influenced my music at first, and then, you know, kind of branched off into my own thing. I listen to, to this day, a lot of Mars Volta, and I actually listen to, to hip-hop, too, and mm-hmm. hear, hear certain lyricists, mm-hmm. and, and just the beats that they use to help influence my bass playing. But it's a funny thing, but I don't listen to much blues, or country,
4: or bluegrass, That's funny. Uh, (laughs) You're a bass player in a band that you don't even listen to that kind of music.
1: (laughs) But but no, I mean, I love the music, but but it's not something I sit and and listen to 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 please my my ear.
4: Right. Speaking of which, have you listened to the record since it's been done? I don't want to talk about that. No, I mean, when when we finished it, you could not pay me to sit there and listen to it. I was over here in that crap. Mm -hmm. And then a month month or two later, I listened to it, and I was like, man, this is actually pretty good. It's 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 (laughs) always been really hard (laughs) for me to listen to to something that I've recorded. You should listen to it, man. I can can imagine with it
0: being such a long process, you're just Uh, like, like, I I, I want to be away from it.
2: Especially when you're, yeah, just... Add it all the yeah, time. Yeah, and
1: you play. Well, I mean, uh, we crunched ourselves for a deadline. Yeah, it well.
2: yeah.
4: yeah, we really did. Really some of those songs I could go the rest of my life without ever playing or hearing. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> if, if I hear, play my pistols one more freaking time, I'm gonna... Oh, just... Another thing,
1: too, that, that CD should've came out a year ago. It yeah, should mm-hmm. That CD, in all reality, yeah. should've came out last
2: year. Yeah. The, the
0: same we should time be working
2: on it. We should be coming out with
1: our third. Is this yeah. your,
0: your first CD that you guys have done? A real like, was,
2: actual one? I mean, we've yes. had, like, little... Because he actually had some recording equipment that we tried to do our own thing. In-
1: initially, we were mm-hmm. engineering ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just... Ryan, Joey, and myself just sitting in a room for eight hours twice a week. Oh, that
2: was fun. It, was it literally wow. took us like nine months to come out with like six six like recorded songs that we were like okay with. You and know what I mean? I don't think bare bones. bones. Yeah, yeah Bare bone, Any yeah. mixing? Mm-hmm. No isolation. It's terrible. Padding up a closet and sitting in the closet. With no the engineer, the so we would yeah. have to pause. I would have ourselves. my bass in my hand.
1: Here, hold this for a second. <laughs> Walk over here. Fiddle. Try to learn what I'm doing because uh, we've never done anything with software before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we had no idea how to work the the, the equipment.
0: What did you guys use to record? Uh, we
1: used I used Pro Tools nine. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the only thing yeah. I ever used is Pro Tools nine and a and a Focusrite Sapphire 56 uh, for okay. for an interface. But that's all we had. We didn't have any kind of and power conditioners of lighters, or man. any other kind of preamps or anything. We didn't have anything. We just used the software and a and a nice condenser. Canister mic, a baby bottle.
0: Mm-hmm. So with with your uh, with your album, did you guys like go to a studio yes. and record it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the yeah. back of it says uh, we went to Lucky
1: K Studios. Yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 used uh, a guy in town, off of uh, you know downtown, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's very reputable, very professional. And the studio is nice. Mm-hmm. He's really nice oh, yeah. Studio. yeah, he's a good guy. He's, yeah,
4: I I I've been doing a little bit of work with him since then, just for other artists playing uh, banjo. Yeah, by us uh, doing that,
1: studio uh, Joey started started doing studio work.
4: Mm-hmm. And, uh, Very cool. Yeah,
1: doing sessions
4: for people. Yeah, trying to find any ways I can to use this talent to make some extra money. All right.
0: That's that's what you got to do. I mean, that's, right. what, I, that's yeah. what I do with videos. Yeah, I mean, I film weddings. You know, during uh, yeah, nice. during the fall and uh, in spring. So you got to pay the bills, man. Yeah, you got to pay the bills somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, how how did you guys like actually form as a band? Like, when did you guys decide? you know, we're, we're going to do this. Um, like, like we said, me <laughs> and Ryan used to sit in that room playing together. And mm-hmm. one day
4: a friend of ours came into town from Orlando and he had been in this big collective of musicians down south that were, it was almost kind of like reviving the 60s, man. Like all these kids would just bail out of college and just do drugs and go to these festivals. And it was just a live free kind of environment. And then he came into town and I was like, man, you guys are great. I could, I mean, like, you guys could really play for these people that I'm, I'm down there putting shows on for, and so me and Ryan were like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to do a show. We played one in town, and ever since then, people have just continuously asked us to keep playing. It's never been a struggle to get shows for mm-hmm. this band, and especially when Dennis got involved. It just started taking off, but like I said, me and Ryan started doing that. We played one show. I think, Walter, I think you were there for the first show, too. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm most positive I was. The grunge bar. I mean, we... Yeah, Yeah. it looked like it sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was when Mm -hmm. uh, my old roommate played the drums with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't even gonna I don't want to drop his name because yeah, it's, it's cause of that guy. <laughs> 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 I'm, not gonna, I'm not even gonna drop his name. Uh, like, <laughs> not, yeah. I'm
0: not even gonna do it
1: because he doesn't deserve it. You give no credit. Yeah. You give <laughs> no but credit. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was about three or four. It was three years ago. Yeah. It was 2012. That was when we uh, Ryan and Joey came to my place and they said, "Hey, I have some songs." Yeah. and uh, they we, we had played a name them. and everything yeah we had we well, had a name too <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. it's a play on words get that <laughs> yeah. so we we sat in my back my back little jam room and uh, they played five oh, six yeah, songs yeah. Yeah. that was it yeah. we, we still finished play. we
4: finished tell me in that room yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah we did yeah we did tell me in that room we did uh take me back oh wow take rambling it was uh, Pass It On, yeah. those were all our first wow. our just yeah. Interesting songs. that those are
5: the first songs. Mm. Yeah. They're still solid songs. Yeah, yeah because we like played. We played, the played them. It's three Whoa. three years old Yeah. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: In all reality, the yeah. songs. They
4: haven't changed that much either.
1: But that's that's where it really started and then we started you know, it's it's not like mm-hmm. you get everything at one at one time. Right, yeah. we, we, we slowly leaned into our, our involvement and seriousness of this group. And, and what we were really wanting out of it, where what we were where we were going, you know who we wanted to hear our music. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we, we we will play for for any crowd of people. We've opened up for techno artists. We've opened up yeah. for the mm-hmm. the yeah. most electric dance yeah. music. Terrible, terrible, terrible times. Yeah, <laughs> terrible times. Yeah, we've opened up for dubstep people. Yeah, we we played really?
4: dubstep festivals. We've. Played with rap artists. Remember We've over there after It's an interesting acting. combination. Live. We, we took everything yeah. we could yeah. get. We got on after a rap yeah. artist. Yeah, and we played in between two rap mm-hmm. artists. And I mean, talk about And rap. we got the, an And we got people dancing. Like, yeah, you we know? did. <laughs> and not people you'd expect, either. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like we were no, saying
0: like before we started reporting. any exposure is good. Exposure right, yeah, to it them. is, though. It yeah. is. So you got to get your name out there. hmm Yeah. Now, Dennis, how did how did you get involved with these guys. Well, I
5: like was we said earlier, I was doing the podcast at the time, and I was at the handlebar just looking for guests, basically. And heard and it was Ryan, Joey and Ryan were doing, I think it was you doing Baron very new breakdown, actually. Right, looking no, back no, on no, it now. No, no. We were just, really? You were just like warming up or doing something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was talking to the person I was with, and like, I stopped, and I was like, wait a minute, what is this? And then after they got done playing, I just went up to when and asked if they wanted to come on and be a guest. And then really, I mean, we became friends then.
4: Yeah, we sat there for 20, Probably two and a half hours, yeah.
5: They asked me if, uh, <laughs> if I wanted to be their manager. I was like, I've got to think about that. That's something I never thought about. So I gave it a couple days, and we met up and shook
0: hands. and <laughs> The rest is history? Yeah. yeah. Now, being the manager of a band, what a, what all goes into that? A lot, a lot of what? emails, phone
5: calls, <laughs> uh, staying organized. Yeah, which we Letting needed. everybody else know what's going on. Yeah. Um,
4: Yeah, I mean, really, before he got involved, for the most part, I'd be booking shows. So and trying to book shows, write songs, practice songs, and perform songs starts getting really hectic. But as soon as he started working with us, I mean, it became so much easier. I mean, we played for maybe what's a lot to keep up with. Oh, yeah, man. that's too much. But
2: in the time, if you look at it, in the time that he's become doing what he's done, man, we've written oh, like yeah. six, seven, oh, eight yeah. songs. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, um, you know, we've been really to has,
5: more creative. It has helped it a yeah, lot. Seems flawless, it seems flawlessly too. So I'll show up sometimes and Joe's like, hey, I was working on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, almost, it's the same thing as
1: like you're on the road and you got a bus driver. Right. You're yeah. No, man. The bus driver drives the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and you everybody else, can just relax. Okay. This is what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna write a song. Okay.
2: So
0: yeah. 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 Now, how the the songwriting process? Because that that's something like I, I'm I'm not very musically talented, so it's something that I just can't even comprehend as writing a song. Like what what all goes into the songwriting process? Um. <laughs> Joe and I, we just kind
2: of get together and literally collaborate and write these. I mean, like, like, like from the beginning, it it started just us like getting together, just the two of and two of us, sorry, and um, just recording. You know what I mean? And and just whatever comes out of it. But now it's kind of like mentally recording, and we all have we you know we have notebooks now that we actually when we get together we're writing stuff down and stuff. And when we're actually writing, well, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it, just. One of us will write a song and we'll have an idea, and then we come to the other and we're like, "Hey, you know, what about this?" And you know, and then we'll we'll just really collaborate on the on the idea that we each of us come up with. Or
4: yeah, um, a lot of, for me. What he says is absolutely true. Like we collaborate, but when it comes to like writing songs and then getting together, I mean, I'll be at work or doing whatever, and I just think to myself, some cool phrase. Like uh, recently, I mentioned "Wages of Sin." I like. I read that somewhere, and I thought that was just a really interesting play on words, and I was just sitting there, just running over, what could I rhyme with this, how could this end? like, how could I write a story that would play out to make this the crescendo, and you just sit, you sit there, I've i always just put myself in, in the place of the story I'm trying to write, so you write it, you think of a story that you want other people to perceive as you sing it, and you just start writing it, and just be descriptive, and leave enough, um, leave enough out to where the person listening can use mm-hmm. their imagination to kind of right. create the story on their own, be
0: vague, as it were. How many songs do you think you guys have written <laughs> since you guys have been a band? Written? Um, I'd probably say about 55, maybe 60.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's a how lot many, of songs. How many have, like, stayed? Right. I'd say probably about 35 or 40. There's mm-hmm. probably like a good 15 out there that... Never made it to paper. I mean, yeah. I, we could probably sit here for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and sing you songs that never once got re- wrote down. It was mm-hmm. memorized because we did it so many times. Right. It's a joke. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, wow. Well, it wasn't a joke either because, you know, even before the whole band, like, we were, me,
2: just you and I, were going down to Orlando doing little tours, yeah. Yeah. playing around campsites and stuff, and we were playing these little little songs that's, you know, and I mean, that, like you're saying. That, that you survived. Did, survived. I mean, yeah, they survived somehow here there. in the mine, but... Not with the whole crowd, I guess, if
4: you say. If you yeah. The songs that, it's funny, the songs that actually made it to the record and actually made it to where we are now are not even the ones I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Like, like Ramblin', I can't believe that song made it, as far as it has. Well, it's, it's like just the progression of our, of our lyricism, too, you know? Yeah, I mean? absolutely. I mean, you can, you can listen to that song, listen to some of our newer songs, and I mean, the depth of the writing has just gotten so much deeper.
1: I met a random person the other day, and they were like, is that song on the album? The, the one song I saw you play the other day? I said, no. Oh, wow,
2: really? It's not. It was a random person? Shame.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I've seen him around town. Oh, okay. Ever, okay. And, and, there was okay.
4: a guy at my restaurant that said he knew you, and he said, uh, he was like, hey, man, you're going bear with me, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, I met your <laughs> bass player. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. that's cool, man. He was, he was like, uh, you... You write you write the songs, or who writes the songs? was like, no, Walter writes all the songs. Oh, no. no, no <laughs> I, just, I just sit back and go so get it. That, that so guy, that
0: guy's going to come up to you and be like, man, I can't hear so you. write it. all those songs. <laughs> right? I don't write, <laughs> none of songs. don't write all those songs. I all songs, man. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> that's Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh, recently, and and we were talking about this also before we started, but you guys uh, got to perform at uh, Studio Amped at the WSRE studios like how, how was how was that experience compared to maybe other shows you guys have played in town lots of lights mm-hmm. they they love their lighting oh yeah, yeah. Um, it, That's it great.
2: was a little nerve wracking mm. knowing that you know I mean, I it's, it's one thing it. to have a microphone in front of your face but it's another thing oh, to actually the knowing there's yeah. cameras and you know you know <laughs> yes there's editing and stuff you know but man it's like you kind of really have to be like uh, oh, no, I messed up, oh, you know, but hopefully they didn't hear me,
4: I don't know, I don't know. It was exciting.
2: It, yeah, it was exciting, yeah, because, I mean, realistically, I can't really say I get nervous. I don't know, I've I, I really done not I, I,
4: I always explain it to Dennis, is um, you kind of, like, just switch into your persona. Right, as it were. yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. get in that mode, yeah, and it's like work You kind of turn you, into, yeah. yeah. You turn, I mean, you become who you want to be, how you want to be perceived, mm-hmm. and you get up there and you act a little nervous and you know, do not not sure of yourself, you know people are going to perceive you that way. Right, yeah. We just try to be as confident as we can. I
1: feel like our event uh, that we put on at the Rex uh, Theater downtown, though, I think it kind of helped build us up to that. Oh, cause, yeah. Cause yeah. We, we actually had uh, our, own, our own camera guy come out, you know, to try to tape our performance right. and stuff. And, yeah, I, I don't know, I kind of feel like that. And the Blab TV. Yeah, yeah, TV. Yeah, Blab TV. Was, was, oh, you guys were on Blab? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's actually happening that was Joe. Yeah, Joe. Right? was Joe, yeah, the, the, kind of the guy that got us on here.
4: Okay, cool. Yeah, or on Studio Amps and mm-hmm. here. We actually yeah. had yeah. a meeting with Joe last night. Last or, night? Was it last night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Joe's a really nice guy. Yeah, we're doing a possum
0: documentary, by the way. It's about possums? Orange possum special, yeah. It is. great. Does he talk about possums he talks about so many things I I could do a whole guy. podcast yeah, we, had to, we talked for probably two hours, two to three hours guy, last night. Man. that was
5: yeah. amazing yeah we had Joe's we gotta write a song a guy, by yeah. way.
4: I guess yeah. now is not the time to be telling you guys we have to write a song for this documentary <laughs> <laughs> well we do We'll test your creativity, for sure. Mm-hmm. We will, yeah, we will find out. I'm excited about it. I want to get together and my all set up. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, yeah we should, you should, uh, we should collaborate on that. That'll be the first mm-hmm. one we do. Let's go write it in front of a crowd.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. I, that's how that goes. mean, the other night, I played a gig, a gig down at the Big Easy, and uh, I started my set, and I looked at Dennis, and I was like, hey, should I just make one up? Huh? And he just starts laughing, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I took that as a yes. So I just made up a song. People couldn't even tell the difference,
3: yeah, i Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah and some of those bars, man. It's like you play for people. You could play nothing. It doesn't even you matter. Play one note for an hour <laughs> and a <laughs> <hour and laughs> half, and nobody would say it yeah. The same string, just sitting there. Right, what half. Half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's
5: yeah.
3: That's like whenever I'm on stage, I'm always like, let's give it up for uh, you know just whatever. Somebody might you know, might hear somebody talking about like possums, like if somebody was talking <laughs> about possums, like, let's give it up for possums, you know. <laughs> People just like, yeah, <laughs> possums, you know, just like yeah. just they're real passionate about it then.
0: What uh, what are some of your favorite uh, places to play at in town? Um, really nothing compares to the Rex Theater now. Right.
4: I mean the vinyl's great, like we enjoy it a lot. Um, but it's kind of hard to get in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, like Walter said, man, that event that, we put at the Rex Theater, I don't know if you've ever been inside there, but it's just a... The acoustics are great. Yeah, it's, yeah I've, I've
0: never been in there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that venue was used enough. It's, it's, it's not. Either. It's,
4: it's, it's not. owned by uh, a church that uses it for services, and they, right. they don't want to turn it into a venue. For services. They, yeah. they
5: said they said to us, like, we don't want it to be... but continue. The, they don't yeah. want, like, every month thing there. So Their top floor is
1: perfect for a green room. I'm oh, talking yeah, it's, dressing rooms. There's I think there's a shower, there's yeah. showers back there too, aren't there? Wow. I don't know. Man, that that place is awesome. Like you you could, you could take a, a high profile artist in that place.
5: Absolutely. Yeah, you really could? No, you, no yeah. doubt. The, the yeah, good yeah, news is, is we it talk? might be the best venue in town that's not used. Honestly. Yeah, as as it, honest is. it is. Yeah, but it's, it's very nice. nice. Well, the Sanger, I think. Using. Oh, yeah. same, yeah. but it's like <laughs> yes. you
3: can't just play there. It's like Yeah, I've never been in there. I can't compare that. The good news
4: is is that um the Pisco Little Theater is all about renting it out so mm-hmm. that's a very similar venue it's got a beautiful atrium in it um we're looking at renting that out and probably have an event here in december either november or december we haven't decided yet
0: yeah little theater is a really mm-hmm. nice place. Yeah, I, a I went, place i went i went there uh, i went in there for the first time a couple of months ago for a movie premiere and it, it was i was kind of blown away by how nice yeah, it looked it's beautiful in there
4: they, especially at
0: atrium, yeah, atrium is
4: very nice yeah um, but the, the acoustics in that room are so good, well designed, that the, the um, actors in the plays don't even use microphones a lot of the time. They just project. Mm, that's how it was back in the
1: old school days, too. Yeah. like yeah. Opera So that means if we use RPA, seats,
4: yeah. like, RPA is only, what, Do they 250? they have a PA there? No, they have one, but it's not, they they never use it for bands, they use it for actors, so yeah, they're, they're not prepared for that. Yeah,
3: we can figure
0: that out. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> uh, Do you guys have any uh, upcoming gigs? That you'd like to plug? Yeah. Um, I think we're playing the,
5: the one that definite is uh, the food truck rally in Warrington. What was the date? I mean? November seventh.
3: November 7th.
4: Yeah. yeah, that was a good time. We we just did the same thing uh, a couple a week ago.
5: They they're is... trying
3: to do it every month, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. What
0: what all goes into the, the rally?
5: Uh, it's local food trucks. Um, yeah, it's they pretty... have some like
3: I think they have some art vendors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice they it's show nice up in the Warren, like it's on the PJC warranty campus PSC oh. Warrington campus and uh it's cool cause there's nothing over there like there's yeah. you know there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people that do stuff over there and I think that can be turned into a really cool deal providing something like that for that side of town right yeah uh, where there's just they don't do anything yeah there's not much over there yeah so it's there's a, a
1: yeah you know, there's a potential of us uh, putting an event on at the maritime uh but yeah, we can look at that. That time. that's still in the air as far as anything upcoming.
5: Then we'll follow in October fifth, or sixth, maybe. October. Yeah. No, December. Okay. December fifth, the food truck rally again. Mm-hmm. Those are two things that are definitely in stone. Um, but we right we now. play
4: um at the yard on a pretty regular basis. We play at uh, the Bridge Bar over there in Gulf Breeze pretty regularly. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, that's where everything's yeah. updated mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, that's, true. that's the way when the world it. Th-
3: when does this come out? It'll be next Thursday. Okay, no, I play a show Wednesday, but... Uh, yeah. It won't matter then. No. Yeah. So he will have already played
0: yeah. when, when you hear this, so...
3: Yeah. Sorry. Get in the time machine. Come see me at the <laughs> yeah. Hop in your DeLorean, <laughs> get 88 miles per hour, and go see his show. Exactly.
0: So, uh, do you guys have, uh, you just mentioned Facebook. Do you guys have any other type of social media or website or yes. is Facebook-related place to go? That's Dennis. Dulles. Yeah, um,
5: Twitter is on Twitter. It's not updated nearly as much. Sorry about that, fellas. <laughs> That's all right. We didn't yeah. even know we had that. Uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we it we oh, it's updated every every
4: two hours. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, whenever we were doing that Rex thing, man, we were having uh, re- retweets. Is that what it is? Yeah. They tweeted us. Yeah, um, yeah. Different. Pretty um, renowned businesses in town. Or we tweeting News Journal,
5: stuff. Blab TV did. Um, oh, that's cool. Hopjacks did a couple times for. we, we gallery Night. We played gallery night. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. On top of Hopjacks, mm-hmm. very cool. Um, yeah, they've had us. They had us there two months in two a row. Two months. Yeah. That was yep. good. That
4: was yeah, good spot to play, man. If you feel like the Beatles up there,
1: right. We've actually uh, been been uh, planning out the second CD. Yep. So, which is
4: now planned out. We have all the songs that will be on it, unless we write some new songs in yeah. the next couple of days. Nah, I think um, we should stick before we go. Should get we stick? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, don't we, okay, yeah. All right. We can't give them all.
2: Okay. You gotta leave
0: them wanting more. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
4: what we said with that last album
0: too, and then we <laughs> <laughs> then we left them wanting a little bit too much. We gave them
2: eight,
0: I think. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, uh, in closing, I'd just like to say uh, thank you guys for taking the time to do the interview. It was great. Well, thank, it was you. It. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. My thanks again to Bear With Me for coming on the show for that wonderful interview. It was great getting to know those guys. It was great really meeting them informally at Studio Amped a few weeks ago. Uh, be sure to follow them on Facebook to find out when they'll be playing next in the Pensacola area. And if you get a chance, definitely go. They play great music. They're great people, and they definitely deserve your support. And don't forget, you can check out past episodes of The Derek Diamond Experience on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or you can stream them directly from the website, which is ddepodcast.com. You can also find me on social media. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience on Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter at dde underscore podcast. And that's all I've got for this week. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys next Thursday.